Bitcoin struggled a bit over the past month following its big sell-off from the highs, but rallying now over the last five days with a little help from an Elon tweet as well as some adoption by El Salvador. Let's talk some more about crypto and, of course, Bitcoin with Greg King. He's the CEO at Osprey Funds. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Greg, and I uh, kind of want to first get your thoughts here on some of the shorter-term action. Uh, how important is it for Bitcoin to be able to stage a bit of a run here after really just spending a better part of a month kind of going sideways? Yeah, it's been interesting to watch Bitcoin the last couple of weeks, and definitely Elon factors into that. Um, we think it's it's obviously consolidating between 32,000 and 40,000 uh, today. It was trying to break through 40. Hasn't really happened decisively so far. I think it's okay. It's healthy for the uh, for the uh, ecosystem. Bitcoin's still up a lot since the all-time high was broken through last Thanksgiving, which is only six six seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of investors who are taking profits. I think in this cycle. But um, if it breaks through 40 to the upside decisively, I think we're back on the bull run. Greg, uh, the Osprey Funds is a digital asset management firm, and I imagine you interact with uh, folks who are kind of crossing the line from traditional finance and thinking about how to get their feet wet in things like Bitcoin uh, through some of the uh, trusts, uh, the technical word, I guess, for uh, what you offer, the Osprey Bitcoin Trust. When you talk with those institutional type of uh, traditional finance-minded clients or investors, how do they react to that latest sell-off when it, it seemed like maybe Bitcoin was trying to stabilize, trying to mature, and then you know, we get something that sends us back to volatility that was the biggest since what, like 2014, one of the biggest sell-offs ever? Yeah, I, it's obviously something that investors are concerned about. You know, whenever we're talking to them, uh, number one, you've got to determine what time frame you're investing for. Number two, you got to determine what your risk tolerance is. Um, and everybody's on the spectrum there, right? Different people are going to have different uh, time frames and tolerances. And that leads to the third point, which is you got to right size the investment. So don't put it, you know, 50, 75% into your portfolio you know, put 1% on the low end, maybe 5, 10% on the high end. So it really depends. I think institutions who've been looking at this for a while, um, this pullback might've surprised folks in terms of the volatility, but it's not like people go into Bitcoin expecting, you know, smooth sailing. Uh, Something that rallies the way Bitcoin can is gonna have downdrafts. And so even though the volatility spiked a little bit, I I think most of the people who have been looking at it for a few years and are now legging in, um, we're encouraging investors to look at this as a potential buying opportunity. One of the things, Greg, that um, I've kind of thought about uh, from my own coverage with Bitcoin is the uh, specific just Bitcoin dominance as being the focal point. We talk about other cryptos here and there, but for the most part, uh, Bitcoin has always had that uh, clear crown as the not just kind of the first early mover, but also the one that's had the most uh, potential in terms of bringing in new uh, buyers like we're talking about here and kind of branching out from this uh, specific crypto world over the past year that's been a big part of Bitcoin's story. Then in the last month after this crash, it's like a lot of this other stuff outside of Bitcoin started rallying back faster and harder. It seemed like the dip buying there was a lot quicker. What should we make of that? Or should we be having a conversation here that um, maybe crypto will be led by a different asset or a different token in the future? Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, Bitcoin dominance, which basically means how big of the pie is, you know, is Bitcoin represent is under 50% now. It's in the the 40s. 
uh, back in the day, it used to be 75, 80, 90%. Um, so Bitcoin's influence over the space is always going to be there, I think, but it's it's waning a little bit. Ethereum's obviously the second largest one. And you know people use the word crypto all the time, but really it's such a broad space. And at the end of the day, a lot of these investments are really just investing in new technology. You know, we've rolled out a couple of funds after the Bitcoin one, uh, one on Polkadot, one on Algorand. These may be uh, crypto coins and tokens that uh, the audience has never heard of, but these are projects that are up and coming. They're, you know, Polkadot's the ninth biggest crypto. Uh, Algorand is something like 30th or 32nd. Um, but what we do is we curate the space, do a little research, and then put out funds that give investors access, hopefully down the road in exchange-traded format, uh, but for the moment in private placement format, um, where they can invest using their traditional brokerage account, their IRA, and they don't have to pull funds out to, to sort of wire them to exchanges, et cetera. So we definitely believe that the space is growing and expanding. And like I say, at the end of the day, it's really tech investing is what it is. These tech projects though, they're just not owned by you know, large centralized tech companies. They're developed in a decentralized way, which, which makes it new, a little more difficult to get, understand, but very exciting. You mentioned the Polkadot Trust and the Algorand Trust. Now, these are not publicly traded. These are for accredited investors that you offer this trust. The Osprey Bitcoin Trust is publicly available, OBTC. Uh, what are the goals of the other two for Polkadot and Algorand? Is this also just looking at uh, potential for price appreciation or is this more about yield? I know that uh, for some of these new DeFi kind of products, it's about yield, it's about income. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, these are not DeFi uh, slated projects. So both uh, Polkadot and Algorand are what we call layer one solutions. So these are projects that help support the backbone of other, uh, you know, crypto projects that are being built, similar to Ethereum, where, you know, there are hundreds of coins and tokens built using Ethereum as the sub layer. Uh, Polkadot, for example, envisions um, a universe, a multi-chain universe where different coins and tokens can be enabled to speak to each other using the Polkadot network. Um, so it's almost like trying to build a, a layer zero solution, very ambitious project started by uh, Gavin Wood, who was the CTO of Ethereum back in the day. So a uh, very credible team. And we view it as early stage tech investing. Um, Algorand is a green project. It's carbon negative. And it's actually an enterprise solution. So central banks uh, give it a lot of attention uh, when they're looking to build CBDC, central bank digital currencies, on Algorand because it's considered very secure. It was actually started by uh, Dr. Sylvia McCauley, who teaches for the last 40 years, if you can believe it, uh, cryptography at MIT. So again, a very credible wow. project. There's so many, there are thousands of cryptos out there. What we're trying to do is simply bring a few of them to investors that we've curated, we believe in. Um, you know, no guarantees, obviously, in crypto, but we want to make these funds available in a way that investors can access using their traditional account system. Fascinating. Okay, all right. I learned two more things here. Two new, uh, two new tokens. Uh, hey, uh, Greg, uh, on the Osprey Bitcoin Trust. Just uh, lastly, how does yeah. that differ from the Grayscale Trust that many know? Yeah. So we have a much lower management fee, forty-nine basis points. Um, we do intend to try and uh, register to get that converted to an ETF when the uh, you know waters part at, in Washington. The SEC is uh, in the mood for an ETF, okay. um, and we also custody elsewhere. You know, crypto is uh, a digital asset, and so where you custody and safeguard um, those assets is really important. 
Um, we've partnered with Fidelity as our custodian on the Osprey Bitcoin Trust. And so we're trying to give uh, investors kind of peace of mind that their private keys are safeguarded by somebody that they know and trust. All right, Greg, thanks for the details. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Greg King, CEO at Osprey Funds. OBTC is the ticker.